Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled Glory to His Name Medley.
many years ago, Mr. Harold Hill, the president of the Curtis Engine Company of Baltimore, Maryland, and a consultant in the space program related the following, which was first published in the evening world of Spencer, Indiana. I think one of the most amazing things that God has for us today happened to our astronauts and our space scientists at Greenbelt, Maryland. They were checking where the position of the sun, moon, and planets out in space would be in a hundred years and a thousand years from now. We have to know this so we don't send a satellite up and have it bump into something later on its orbits. We have to lay out the orbits in terms of the life of the satellite and where the planets will be so the whole thing will not bog down. They ran the computer measurements back and forth over the centuries and it came to a halt. The computer stopped and put up a red signal which meant that there was something wrong with the information fed into it or with the results as compared to the standards. What was wrong? There was a day missing in space in lapsed time. They called in the service department to check it out, and they claimed that it was running perfectly. The scientists all scratched their heads in confusions. How could this be? One fellow on the team said he remembered a time in Sunday school when they talked about the sun standing still. For lack of any other explanation, the scientists asked to be shown where this story was in the Bible. They got a Bible, and they turned to the book of Joshua, where they found a pretty ridiculous statement for anybody who had any common sense. The Lord said to Joshua, Fear them not, for I have delivered them into thy hand, and there shall not be a man of them stand before thee. And Joshua was concerned because he was surrounded by the enemy, and if darkness fell, they would overpower them. So Joshua asked the Lord to make the sun stand still. The Bible says the sun stood still, and the moon stayed, and hastened not to go down about a whole day. And they checked the computers going back into the time it was written, and they found it was close, but not close enough. The elapsed time that was missing back in Joshua's was 23 hours and 20 minutes. Not a whole day. They read the Bible, and there it was, about a whole day. These little words in the Bible are important because if you cannot account for 40 minutes, you'd still be in trouble 1,000 years from now. 40 minutes had to be found because it could be multiplied many times over in orbits. Then the same fellow remembered somewhere in the Bible where it said that the sun went backwards. The spaceman told him he was out of his mind. But they searched the Bible, and they read in Second Kings, Hezekiah on his deathbed was visited by the prophet Isaiah, who told him that he was not going to die. And Hezekiah asked for a sign as proof. And Isaiah said, Do you want the sun to go ahead ten degrees? And Hezekiah said, It's nothing for the sun to go ahead 10 degrees, but let the shadow return backwards 10 degrees. Isaiah spoke to the Lord, and the Lord brought the shadow 10 degrees backwards. 10 degrees is exactly 40 minutes. 23 hours and 20 minutes in Joshua plus 40 minutes in Second Kings makes the missing 
24 hours, the scientists had to log in the logbook as being the missing day in the history of the universe. In a letter commenting on these developments, Mr. Hill said, While it is thrilling to observe the perfect order and harmony which exists between the Bible and the world of science, I personally prefer to place my complete confidence on the infallibility of the Word of God, even though common sense might lead to other conclusions. Since accepting the Lord Jesus Christ personally many years ago, I need no scientific proof of His reality. He changed my life completely, and His abiding presence within is continually reality. Listen now as Larry Grable sings for us this beautiful song entitled, Like a River Glorious.
You are listening to Join the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at this same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to watch our church services. Our church services are on Facebook Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altoonabible.org. Also, we're in the Johnstown and Altoona Access channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at 942-2131. Listen now as Cheryl Howman plays for us at the piano this wonderful song, Oh How I Love Jesus With in Moments Like These. A great artist made it a practice to keep a number of beautiful gems on his easel. The sparkling colors of the sapphires, the emeralds, and rubies always caught the eye of his patrons. When asked the reason for keeping the jewels in such an odd place, 
he replied that there was a danger of his paints becoming faded by usage and his eyes getting toned down so that the tints on his canvas would lose their brilliance. Therefore, he kept his eye toned by constantly referring to the original colors of these jewels, which never faded. We, too, are in danger of toning down our spiritual perception by looking at earthly things, things which fade. How important it is, therefore, to keep our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. It is said that when Blondin, the great tightrope walker, crossed the Niagara on a thin cable suspended high above the falls, he always had a star fixed on the opposite side to which he glued his eyes. Had he looked down at the roaring water, fearing might have crept into his heart, resulting in catastrophe, but fixing his attention on the object at the end of the wire, he found no difficulty in walking safely across the narrow cable. We, too, are not to look at circumstances, but we are to keep our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. List the words of the song as John and Penny Harris sing for us, Household of Faith. in here. 
once again this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is rightly dividing the word of truth, peace with God versus peace on earth. Luke chapter 2, verse 14. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Peace on earth is a promise that will only be realized and fulfilled in the millennial kingdom reign of Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ will be a literal king over a literal kingdom, thus fulfilling the Davidic covenant and the promise of Luke chapter 1 verses 31 and 32. Since the Lord Jesus Christ will be ruling over the earth, there will be no wars at all during this time. Isaiah chapter 2 verse number 4. So there is no contradiction between Romans chapter 5 verse 1 and Luke 2.14. The Bible is not wrong with the words peace on earth. Today a person could be asking, where is that peace which Luke 2.14 promises and mentions? Peace on earth was not a promise for the church, the body of Christ, in the dispensation of God's grace. The promises for the church, the body of Christ, are peace with God, Romans 5, 1, and the peace of God, Philippians 4, 6, and 7, and Colossians 3, 15. And there are definite differences between peace on earth, peace with God, and the peace of God. Peace with God is salvation. Have you ever heard someone say or indicate, I made peace with my God a long time ago? With all due respect to anyone who uses those words, an individual does not make peace with God. Those are not words of salvation. No doubt there are some individuals at this precise moment who are trying to make peace with God. We do not make peace with God. God made peace for us through the blood of Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians chapter 1 verse 20. And having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him I say whether it be things in earth or things in heaven. Part of Ephesians 2.14 says, For he is our peace. What is salvation? Romans chapter 4 verse 4 and 5. Now to him that worketh is reward not reckoned of grace but of debt. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justified the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Ephesians 2, 8, 9, For by grace are you saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It's a gift of God. It's not of works, lest any man should boast. What is salvation? The Lord Jesus Christ died. He shed his blood for our sins. He was buried. He rose again. And if you simply believe what God has done for us through the Lord Jesus Christ, God will save you. Our salvation cannot be based upon good works, good deeds, or any religious rites, including a water baptism. Our salvation is by faith alone in the finished work of the cross. And at that moment of your salvation... God blesses you in Christ and blesses you with all spiritual blessings. These blessings are spiritual and not physical ones. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. Hath blessed is in the aorist tense and the active voice. 
the aorist tense means completed action point in time. That verse of scripture is not saying that God will bless us future tense or God is blessing us present tense. It does not say that God will bless us if we live a certain way. Ephesians 1 3 is very clear. It is very explicit. God has already blessed us in Christ. The voice of hath blessed is the act of voice. This means that the subject of the sentence produces the action of the verb. The subject of hath blessed is God the Father. God does the blessing. The believer can never produce the action of the blessing. He can only be the recipient of the blessings of God. One of these spiritual blessings is what? Romans 5.1 We, the believer, has peace with God. Not the world, not the unsaved individual. The believer, those who are justified by faith, has peace with God. What does the world want? What is the world seeking after? The world is longing and seeking for peace. They want peace among the nations or peace among the people. And this is all very important. But listen, the greatest peace, the greatest peace is peace with God. Do you have peace with God? You cannot make it. You cannot do anything to secure it. The peace with God is what God gives to us the moment we believe and trust the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. The only thing we can do, we're justified by faith alone. Faith alone, not faith in something else. Read Romans chapter 4 and Romans chapter 5 upon justification. And the word justification means to be declared righteous. Do you have that peace with God? If you've never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, those spiritual blessings are only for believers. I pray that you know the Lord. Where will your death lead you? I pray that as you think upon and dealing with COVID-19 and the frailty of human life, that you've come to a place that you want to trust the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior if you've not done so. Won't you trust Him right now, right where you're at, before it is eternally too late in your life? And for us who are believers, we need to keep realizing how God has blessed us and live for Him and study and rightly divide the Word of Truth. been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Morning, my Lord.